Well, good morning, everybody. Um, good to, to be with you again this Sunday. Uh, that's the last Sunday of the year before we get to Christmas Day. And uh, what a year this has been. I think any, everybody will agree with me. This has been probably one of the most different years of all uh, compared to the previous years that we've known. And in many aspects, um, it's, been a, it's been disastrous in many aspects with the pandemic hitting the world and economies of nations destroyed because of locking down businesses and individuals and so on. Definitely not a year to be repeated in a hurry. I don't know about you. I don't want another year like this if it can be possible. But having said that, for us believers, despite the changes that have happened in the world, our God has not changed. Amen? The world changes. COVID-19 comes and goes. Other things happen. Lockdown comes and goes. But our God does not change. Because of the changes that are taking place in the world, that doesn't change God. Amen? And nothing that's happened this year has changed God or has changed his word. This is a very important foundation for us to bear in mind in this time of Advent. We call this time a time of Advent because it's a preparation for the Advent of the Lord Jesus Christ into the world that we will celebrate on Christmas Day. So we need to know that the heart of God towards his people always remain the same. Never changes. God is constant. He's unchangeable. Amen? And we know that from the book of Malachi, chapter 3, verse 6, where God expresses this about himself. He says, for I am the Lord, I do not change. I can't, find, I can't think of anything more simple to understand about God. He doesn't change. He said so himself. Here's another scripture that gives us a lot of hope regarding how God remains constant despite everything, despite the turbulence of this world. And that is in the book of Jeremiah, we find that scripture, chapter 29, verse 11, and God is talking about you, he's talking about me, his heart towards us. He says, for I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord. So thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and hope. I want to say this to you in this season of Advent as we prepare to celebrate Jesus, that God's heart towards you has never changed. He's still got a good plan for you to give you a future and a hope. So we need to keep our eyes on our God, whether times are good or not. Why? Because he's our rock. He is our refuge. He is our fortress. And that goes for any season, any year, no matter what happens, that never changes. God remains your rock, your refuge, and your fortress. When we need new strength, we turn to him. He is a source of our strength. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31, those who wait upon the Lord shall renew what? Their strength. 
And that's not just talking of physical strength. It's talking of every aspect of our being that needs to be strengthened. And God has never changed that. This is a solid platform and we pull into God in times when we need strength. Well, in a few days' time is Christmas 2020. I can't tell you that I understand how fast this year has moved and despite the fact that we've been locked down and so on. But this year has just gone like a flash. Now, now, in this season, is a time of refreshing for the believer. You know, even though the year has gone by fast, but it's taken its toll on people. Many, many people have felt desperate, have felt depressed, discouraged. People have lost jobs and all of these kind of things. But I want to encourage you in this time of Advent, when we are building ourselves up towards celebrating the birth of Jesus, I want to say this to you, it is a time of refreshing for the believer, a time of pressing into God more than ever. This is a time to say, God, I need you, I'm going to press into you, I need to be refreshed, my strength needs to be renewed. It's a time of defocusing from the negatives, that's almost 12 months now, of negatives that this year has brought. And a time to focus on Jesus, the hope of glory. Hallelujah. Do you know when Jesus came to, into the world? This is over 2,000 years ago. He brought the hope of glory to this world who had lost glory, who had no more hope. Jesus brought the hope of glory because he is the hope of glory. This is a time to seek his presence to come back to the fire of the Holy Spirit as we prepare ourselves to celebrate the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ and our Savior. A few days from now, let me tell you, before we know what, five days from now, it will be Christmas Day. We need to take our eyes off the bad things. Too many bad things have happened. And they all come from the enemy. God doesn't send bad things to his people. If things have happened to you, even as a believer, if you're feeling discouraged, depressed, perhaps you lost your job, your job, and this kind of thing, it all has, these bad things came from the enemy. And so we need to take our eyes off the bad things that the enemy has brought upon the earth and place them firmly on the Father, on Jesus, and on the Holy Spirit. This is a time of, this is where we get our comfort from. Do you know the word comfort in, in the Bible actually means strength. Yes, though I walk through the valley of a shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. They strengthen me. And that's talking about the word, the promises of God, his presence in our lives. They strengthen me. In Psalm 91, uh, sorry, Psalm 103, it says, Blessed is the man whose strength is in you. Our strength is in the Lord. We draw strength from the Lord no matter what we face. We remain strong because of the Lord. So this is not a time to be in fear, but in faith. It's, not a, it's a time to be in hope and in joy, 
trusting in our God's supernatural ability to look after us and to see us through in victory. I want to say to you, the day that Jesus was born was a day of the greatest victory for this world. And 2,000 years later, we keep celebrating his birthday. It's a day of victory for you and for me. I want to birth that in you today, in this time of Advent, pressing for a victorious um, uh, attitude, or I'm not quite sure what the right word is, but that you you nurture and you cultivate a tone of victory in your life, no matter what this year has brought for you. It is a time to stir up our soul into celebration as we head for the Christmas season. We need to get into celebration mode. We're going to be celebrating in five days from now, celebrating the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. When I was um, when I was uh, preparing for, for this message, I got these three words coming into my spirit. Celebrate, celebrate, celebrate. These are the words that were ringing in my heart when I was preparing this message. I want to encourage you to celebrate this season of Advent when the world was being aligned to the great event of the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ 2,000 years ago, God aligned certain things in the world in order to prepare for that great moment. And so it is that now is the time to prepare for this celebration. Give thanks, give glory, give praise and adoration to your God who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think. Jeremiah 29 verse 11 Tells us he has a future for you. Doesn't matter what happened in this season. God has a future for you. So when you read the scriptures regarding the time just prior to the birth of Jesus, we see that heaven had made preparations of celebration for this great event. Let me give you some, some of these. Number one, the city of Bethlehem. Bethlehem was being prepared to receive a savior. This wasn't just a coincidence. This happened because that was a plan of God. The city of Bethlehem was being prepared for the birth of a savior. The second thing that we see, the stars aligned themselves, certain stars, to confirm this event. There are certain stars that aligned and one of them was aligned to be right on top of a manger. The third thing that was orchestrated by the Lord to, to, to prepare for, this, for the birth of a, of, of a savior was astronomers from the east. They were the people who studied the stars. They began their journey to the birthplace of a savior. They recognized the season and the time because of the alignment of the stars which God had orchestrated. And they began a journey. They knew they had to go and find out where the Savior of the world was born, and they followed the star. The fourth thing that happened that was orchestrated with God in preparation for the birth of Jesus was costly gifts were presented to the baby king by the wise men 
in recognition of who he was. They brought gifts of gold, frankincense, and, and so on. And so, so it is costly gifts. Why? Because God wanted the world to recognize this was the birth of Emmanuel, God with us. And then, of course, we know there were choirs of angels that appeared to the shepherds who were guarding their flock in the fields, and choirs of angels appeared to them in the heavenlies, singing glory to God in the highest and peace and goodwill towards men. And so the shepherds saw something supernatural which they'd never seen before. That was orchestrated by the Lord in preparation for the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ. And then the last thing I want to share with you, a simple manger was made ready for the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. Because there was a census at the time and every place, every hotel, every inn was fully booked. But that was also orchestrated by the Lord. Jesus was born in a very simple manger. And there was a purpose and a reason for that because God wanted people to know that at that time he wasn't coming as the ruler of the world, but he was coming to begin a period of grace for the people of God and humility. And so he, God orchestrated this as well in preparation for the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ. Luke chapter 2 verse 20 says this, Then the shepherds return. That means after they saw the choirs of angels. They returned glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was, as it was told them. So they returned glorifying God, praising God. And that is really what we ought to be doing in this season of Advent. You know, praise is a weapon of warfare. You will see the hand of God on your life in this time and season. There was an atmosphere of joy, of peace and celebration in the city of Bethlehem. Let me ask you this question. What atmosphere are you building in your home in this time and season? What atmosphere? Is it an atmosphere of peace, of joy and of celebration in preparation for the great day of the birth of Jesus? I would like to suggest this to you this morning. Let the sound of victory come out of your heart and mouth over this period. Not the negative sound that the enemy wants you to utter. The sound of defeat, the sound of discouragement, the sound of saying, oh my God, what is the new year going to bring to me? No, ask the Holy Spirit to help you put these thoughts, thoughts outside of your mind. And let the sound of victory fill your heart and your mouth over this period of Advent. And let the words of David in Psalm 121, verses 1 and 2, be in your heart. These words of David, on your heart, in your heart and on your lips, every single day throughout this Christmas season. And this is what David said in Psalm 121, verses 1 and 2. He said, I will lift up my eyes to the hills. From whence comes my help? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. 
Wow, do you know these are powerful words? If you put these truths in your heart and allow these, these words to just modify the way you feel right now, you can begin the new year, and I'm not preaching about the new year today, but you can begin to prepare yourself for a victorious year in 2021. I will lift up my eyes to the hills. From whence comes my help? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. So let the peace of God that passes all understanding guard your hearts and your minds and let the joy of the Lord be your strength throughout this festive season. Do you know the Bible says that? You know when you're feeling weak, you need to wait upon the Lord. But when you wait upon the Lord, the desire to connect with him will build up in you a desire to praise and worship him and, and so on and, uh, and to praise him. And the Bible says that uh, the joy of the Lord and joy will begin to rise in you. Sometimes it's supernatural joy. It's not based on circumstances. It's not based on what's going on around you. It's just that your spirit begins to, to rejoice in, in that connection with God. And the Bible says the joy of the Lord is your strength. And right now, I want to encourage you in this time of Advent to let the peace of God that passes all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds, and let the joy of the Lord be your strength throughout this festive season. Now, although 2,000 years have gone by since that great moment of a physical birth of Jesus Christ, every year's Christmas season is a time of great hope for the people of God. Do you know the Bible says the mercies of God are new every single day? And so there are seasons with God. A day, a, an hour is a season. A day is a season. A week is a season. A month is a season. A year is a season. And at the outset of every year, I firmly believe that it's a, for those who believe and, and who allow the presence of God to rise in them, a new season will begin in the new year. This is a time of knowing that God is about to do a new thing in your life. A new season is about to begin in God's agenda. Not only in our personal lives, but throughout the world. God has got new plans for 2021. However grim it may look from the outside, God is still the owner of this world. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. It's not a piece of this earth, not a person that doesn't belong to God. So God is making himself ready to bring a new wave of salvation, of refreshing, and of revival to his people. Right now in this time of Advent, God is making this kind of preparation. Not only the salvation of people's souls, but also their salvation from all the afflictions that the enemy has brought against them throughout this year. So this season of preparation towards the great day is the season where we need to build up our faith for a new move of God in our lives. New move of God. Declare that with me. Just say, I'm believing for a new move of God in my life. Speak it out. Create that by speaking it out, by believing in your heart that the season of Advent is a time to birth a new move of God in your life. So let's build up an expectation 
of deliverance and freedom from the bondages of the enemy in anticipation of a new season of blessing beginning in our lives. There's no greater moment, the season of Advent, to say I'm going to celebrate, celebrate, celebrate despite what's happened this year and begin to birth deliverance and freedom from the oppressions and the bondages of the, of the enemy. So I wanted to share this message with you today to encourage you because we all need to be encouraged in times like this. Every single human being has emotions. Every single human being is, 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 is in a natural drawn towards looking, putting their eyes on, 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 on the world, the natural world. But I want to say this to you. Take your eyes off a natural world because the birth of Jesus Christ had nothing to do. Yes, he was born in the natural, but he was conceived in the supernatural. And put your eyes on a supernatural God who can do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ever ask or think. So this time of Advent, the next few days, just make time for God. Press into him. Let him comfort your heart and your soul and refresh your physical body and do everything he needs to do in your life. And on the 25th, we have a great message of celebration to share with you. God bless you, and I trust that you will have a wonderful rest of day today.